are listening to Book Nuts. Hello and welcome to episode number 33 of the Book Nuts podcast. This is your podcast where we talk about, you guessed it, books. We listen to audiobooks and not read them. If you want to know why, go back to episode one. You'll find out. If you want to know what kind of books we like, go back to episode 30 and there's our top five audiobooks we do like and that we do focus that on audiobooks so the audio do has little something 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 to go into that but before i go any further before i introduce myself before i introduce my co-host there's something important we forgot to do the last two episodes and i personally want to apologize to everybody out there for this it is my fault the last two episodes, I forgot to tell everybody to stop what they're doing, go find Dor in any social media form or email, any type, and just start bugging him. Uh, since it was, I messed up, I'm going to leave it up to you guys. You bother him in any way you guys see fit, not up to, but not including sending dead things to him. That includes <laughs> dead animals, dead plants, any of that. Nothing dead. Other than that, it's wide open. So there you go. Okay, now we can continue on. That was uh, my apology for what I forgot to do. My name is Tracy. I was known as Holster. Most people know me by that. And my co-host is the one, the only, the spectacular, the smart, the... Oh, dogs are excited, you can tell. The one, the only, Mr. Jonathan Nadu. All right, I got a standing ovation from the dogs. Thank you, dogs, and I appreciate it. Hey, I'm going to take a quick second here. Dora, cut this out. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. My parents are here, and the dogs, they, my mom was sleeping, and she got up a little bit ago, and she kind of walked by, and <laughs> the dogs were like, ooh, somebody's here. And the dogs are like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> exactly. So that got everybody up. <laughs> so... Uh, before I forget, uh, the next book we are going to do is Full Moon. I forgot to tell you that we're going to do Hex this time for, in the non-spoiler section. Full Moon by Jim Butcher. It's the Dresden Files book number two. That'll be the next one. So, how are you doing today, Mr. Jonathan? Very good. Everything's going well. It's uh, lovely here in New England in you know middle October, late October, so everything's fantastic. All right, good. Yeah, here it's good. Uh, my parents come down and visit us every year. They winter in Arizona. They're from North nice. Dakota. They win. Nice. They they actually spend more time. They spend like seven months in Arizona, five in North Dakota. So I think they'd actually be Arizona residents if you think yeah. of it that way. They they snowbird. That's the term I think people use. Snowbirding. Yeah. Well, on their way down to Arizona, they come down to Texas and then go west, and they spend a couple weeks here. That's and cool. Then, then on their way home, my older sisters in Idaho Falls, they go up to Idaho. And spend a week or so, and then over to North Dakota. So nice. They do, yeah, so they do a little traveling on the way. So they're here, and they're usually here about a week, week and a half. But I'm excited they're here two weeks. And I, I'm one of the people. My parents here, I, I could care less. They, my parents are good people. They don't get in the way. They're not annoying. So uh, to me, I enjoy having them here. That's awesome. Now, if Mr. Door to Door Geek was here. Uh, he's good for five days, and then I gotta tell <laughs> Dor you're gone. Sorry, but you're you're done. You're out of here. So no, I just said that to bother Dor because actually he listens to every one of our episodes, and because uh, when I make a snicker comment to him, he'll just text me and say, "Uh huh, uh huh, 
I heard that. <laughs> we just we just throw in little tidbits to make sure he's actually paying attention. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, but uh, again, uh, want to make sure this show is brought to you by. Go to podnuts.com slash Amazon. Cha-ching! Exactly. Doesn't cost you guys any more. It does help Dora out with Podnuts. You guys don't realize. Some of you guys don't, some of you guys do. But most of you realize that cost's not a big deal. Dora spends an inordinate amount of time uh, with Podnuts and putting shows and, and the back-end work. Not just the talking you hear about him, the back-end work. Because... Uh, we were talking about this before we started this this show, is Dora spends a lot of time cleaning this show up. He has some of it automated, but he still has to physically be there and listen to it. And a lot of it, like it says, automated, but he still has to be there. So he spends a lot of time on this. This is his passion. And to help him out, if you're going to get something on Amazon, go to podnos.com. It doesn't cost you anymore. A little get kicks back to him. So he can go to the different shows you want him to go he can buy that swag that you guys want so much uh if you're going to grab something else don't forget to go to podnuts.com slash amazon okay this book is going to be hexed by kevin hearn it's the iron druid book number dose so we said we we're going to start doing some number twos in series and kind of spread out here in the next few weeks we are doing some number two uh we did, did we do another number? No, we haven't done any number twos. This is like no, the first th- number two. Yeah, this is the first one. Yeah, with the exception of like the ones we did as a whole. Um, the whole Trader series, I think we did as a whole. And there was another one. There was, oh, the, I forgot the name of the Scrapyard Ship. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But those were almost like chapters. Each book was almost like a yeah, book, exactly. chapter, not necessarily a book. So, but this is the true book number two. Kevin Hearn. Um not this was going to be a spoiler episode. We'll tell you when the spoilers start. So if you want to listen to it, then listen. Go for it. I really like Kevin Hearn's style of writing. Uh, this book is a nine to me. Solid totally. nine. Um, I love his writing style. He gets serious. He gets funny. He gets drama. He gets into the whole geeky fantasy side, sci-fi side. He gets everything up and down in there. Uh, I really do like his writing style and. I made a few comments to him on Twitter. I follow him. Kevin Hearn will respond to you almost every time. That's cool. I originally found this series. Actually, do you know Sean Powers? Yes, yeah, the, the Linux guy. Yep. Uh, he. Uh, what's that magazine, the Linux? Oh, uh, it was shoot. A, it was a hard copy. Now it's a soft copy. Linux Journal. That's it, Linux Journal. He is like... That, I don't know, see the head editor? So Whatever, whatever. I think he is. He's like the big boy there now, maybe. But he also does a lot of training for, I forgot the name of the company. He does a lot of uh, CBT training. CBT Douglas, does he work for? Whatever. But he does a lot of computer-based training and a lot of his Linux and other stuff like that. But I, he, he reading what he puts on Twitter, what he reads, I know we had the same in about, oh, three, four years ago, I threw something out to him and I said, Sean, I said, uh, I need a new series. And he says, man, I got like the first three books by Kevin Hearn. He says, and I love them. The Iron Druid Chronicles, go get them. And so I read the first one and I just sent a tweet off to Kevin Hearn because I followed him too. And I said, awesome book. I can't wait to get another one. And he says, hey, three more months then the fourth one's out. And so and besides sales pitch, you will answer other things too. So Kevin Hearn is aware of social media. He now, I'm sure if he gets inundated with 500, he'll miss some. 
but uh, he does, you can tell, make an effort to get back to the people that actually read his book. And this book is also in hard copy, uh, paperback, because I've seen both of them in a bookstore before, uh, ebook and obviously audiobook. Yeah, the one the one thing I like too about the way he writes is because uh, uh, O'Sullivan, you know, the main the, the druid, he's like you know thousands of years old. And I love how he, like, makes comments about, like, pop culture. Because, like, you know, this guy grew up from thousands of years ago. And now he sees, like, the internet and stuff. So he always makes these kind of, like, backhanded comments about pop culture. Or, like, you know, the way, like, Americans might do something. Or way Europeans, like, do this or that. And it, it's just funny to, to hear him, like, throw these little... Like, they're hilarious comments. But, like, he just throws them out there, like, as throwaway comments. And, and it's hilarious. Yeah, he's actually, they kind of mentioned in this book, he's 2200, so he was between two and 300 BC. He's not even quite sure because he really didn't have proper years back then. Yeah. So he's, you know, between two and 300 BC. And it's one of the comments about this book is actually, he actually meets up with, uh, and we'll talk why and everything later, uh, Mary, mother of Jesus. Yeah. And she calls everybody child, and he just wants to scream at her and say, I'm older than you, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but basically we are doing Hexed. Uh, the main synopsis of this book is uh, there was in the uh, end of book one, I got so excited for this book. I went back to listen to book number one and number two again this last weekend. Nice. <laughs> to tell you how good they are, yeah. But basically, book one ended with him kind of dueling off with this witch coven. And it was kind of splintered off. Half of them went to fight and half of them said, no, we shouldn't be doing this. So the half that didn't fight, he's, uh, he's trying to uh, Atticus O'Sullivan. Uh, the main character, is trying to make a pact with them, a blood pact, saying we won't go after each other because if they have each other's blood, they could get it. You know, they're, right. they could toast each other. So saying, hey, no, we want to live here. We want to help keep a lot of the bad desirables out, the witches are saying, and he doesn't trust witches for nothing over time. They've always backstabbed them. Yeah, so, yeah. So for, you know, for 2,000 years they have been. So he's like, nope, 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 nope. But he finally says, maybe I have to. I don't have time because I have to. At the end of book one, um, Angus Og uh, brought up a lot of demons in this area, and there's like 20 square miles of dead land in this hilly area. So he really wants to regenerate it, and that's going to take a lot of time. So he needs other people to help him keep a lot of the bad people out, so he's making this pact with them. Well, when he's making this pact with them, uh, some this doesn't ruin the story at all. Some bad witches come in from Europe to try to take over. And they uh, try to kill him. <laughs> so, and at the same time, his lawyer and quote friend, uh, the vampire, is trying to get him to fight Thor. Yes, he yeah. hate he hates Thor. And at this point in book number two, they do not say why he hates Thor. He just hates Thor. And every and it's not a stretched imagination because. A comment everybody makes throughout this book is everybody hates Thor. Yeah, everybody. They all say it's a d bag. <laughs> yeah, everybody hates Thor. Not just some people. Everybody hates Thor. So it was not surprising or anything like that. But he wants to kill him. So, and so he's kind of plays a part in this book too. But and another thing about this book is his his dog. Uh, Oberon. Oh, Oberon, yeah. Yeah, he 
to distract him when he gives him bath because he's a big, huge wolfhound. And he says if he doesn't distract him, he'll just keep shaking and there'll be water all over his bathroom. He tells him a story. Well, book number one, he told him a story about uh, uh, oh, uh, Genghis Khan. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and he kept on making the mistake in the book, you know, Genghis Khan and his hordes of men, and he kept calling them whores, you know, which was kind of yeah, funny. Yeah. You know, and my whores are coming, you know, and so he keeps correcting them, but that was kind of funny. But in this, so, and then through the book, he's making comments about being Genghis Khan and everything like that. In the second book, it's kind of a little different. It's uh, the whole hippie peace movement from the 60s. And there was a guy that took that uh, peace bus across the country um, with handing out. Did you even know about that when they were handing that LSD out? Uh, no, no. This is actually a true story. Uh, back in the 60s, before LSD was illegal, this bus actually went from San Francisco to New to uh, like New York and then D.C. and all that area just to spread peace and harmony and think different. And they would actually, if you'd ask them, they would actually hand you LSD on the whole trip. And if you'd ask them, they'd give you some on the whole trip. Well, that, that will get you to think different. <laughs> exactly. One of the people some people heard of of the big hippie movie, you heard of Wavy Gravy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was one of them on the bus. So through this whole thing, he's acting like Wavy Gravy and, you know, the man's after him and everything like that. So that was kind of Oberon's thing through this book. You know, he was a, a hippie. Yeah, he's always trying to find like the peaceful solution to things. Uh, no, no, not Oberon. He just wanted. He just wanted to. He took more like the man was bad. He's the man. Let's go get the man. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, right. Yeah, he uh, he didn't want peaceful. He he wanted to go bite somebody. <laughs> so that's kind of basically it for the non-spoiler section. I don't want to give too much away. So. Uh, and one and one one other thing I think is. Uh, because he met the in the first book, it was Granuel, who is the bartender at the this bar he always used to go to. In the in the hex, he actually started training her, right? Yes. At the end of book one, he kind of goes, "Yes, do you want to be my apprentice?" Yes. So this one, she actually quit the bartending job, started working for Angus. Well. And then after that, the place he where she bartended at had the best fish and chips, you know, west of the Mississippi. So he talked her into working one day a week so he wasn't blacklisted for stealing their employee anymore because he wanted the fish and chips. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and she wanted to kind of get out and talk to more people, too. So it was kind of good for both of them. So because yeah, training the Druid in your apprentice, you're actually an apprentice for 12 years. Yeah, yep. So it's a long time, so... Yeah, but if you got that Immortality, you know, he makes all these herb drinks, and one of them is Immortality, which keeps him, and the more you drink, the younger you'll get, so you got to be careful with it. So, and it's funny, anytime the last, since I listened to these two books the last three days, anytime anyone would end with anything with uh, T-Y at the end, I'd be like, oh, that could be a drink too, you know, it's kind <laughs> exactly. of stuck in my mind. <laughs> yeah, because... Uh, um... Sheehan, I always remember his, his original name, but he 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 drinks immortality and it basically looks like he, he's in his early to mid twenties. And so, you know, if people are like, how do you like know so much? So he he always has to kind of dumb himself down a little bit in, in certain scenarios so people don't uh, expect too much from him. Exactly. So that's basically it for the non-spoiler section. Uh, should we get into the spoiler? Yep. Cool. Don't forget. Next time we are going to be talking about full moon. Jim Butcher, Dresden File number two. Let's get into the spoiler section. Spoilers, 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 spoilers. Okay, Hexed, Kevin Hearn. 
Okay, basically starts off with a death curse where the bad witches come in town and they try to get these, uh, basically the other witches call them a one-trick pony. The only thing they can really do on their own in a battle is send a hex over to make your heart explode and make it look like you have a heart attack. Yeah, That's basically, yeah. even if they did an autopsy, it looks like you had a heart attack. That's basically all they can do in a battle. But they actually have demons spawning inside of them that give them powers, but they have to do it in like a safe environment, a ritual. Then they can do a lot more where they can send these demons off to fight uh, and everything like that. Well, his lawyer wants to, the vampire wants him to help kill... Uh, Thor. Thor. Thank you. And and, and the vampire's name is Leaf. Yep, Leaf. So, uh, and he keeps saying no, 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 no. And and at the end, to make the big battle at the end, he does say, "Okay, I'll help you kill Thor if you help me with these witches." And he's like, "I'm there." He's like, "Well, you might get burned. I'm there. You might be a lot of stuff happen. I'm there." He doesn't care. He now has his first big person to help him kill Thor because they actually need uh, Atticus. Because he's the only person that can transport them to the other plane. Yeah, exactly. To so get they, them they, there. Yeah, they need him. Right. And his other friends, the werewolves, they cannot help in a situation because they says, we're not fighting this with you. You know, if we have to, we'll support you, but this is not our battle. We cannot. We're not fighting your battles for you. Which would have been nice because werewolves are immune to magic. And they could have just walked up through this thing and just took everybody out without getting hurt except if they had silver yeah yeah and and this is the beginning of uh you know atticus you know robbing peter to pay paul kind of thing (laughs) exactly he he starts making all kinds of backdoor deals to get stuff done exactly well he also makes another backdoor deal uh there's also they're not succubus i forgot what they were um boy they're these from Las Vegas, these people that come and they basically turn people into these sex machines and they just die, <laughs> killing each other. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember what they were called either, but I, yeah, those are the ones that went to that nightclub, right? Yes. Well, to kill them, uh, a witch, I want to say good witch, but another witch was living in Granuel for a little while from Granuel's uh, permission when they first met calls her back and says and she wants a special apple from yes. As- Asgard so she could and if a bite of this apple will keep you the same age forever so she wants an apple so she can grow the tree and keep having it so he makes a deal he'll get this apple if you help me kill these they're not succubi but they're kind of like succubi I guess I forgot their name so he does make a deal she goes kind of kills most of them not all of them he takes the last couple out, and then one gets away. So I, yep. so you kind of know something's going to come with that later. Plus, you know two plots coming up. He has to steal an apple, and he's got to help kill Thor. So you kind of right. got stuff setting up for later. So, again, there's a lot of twists and turns in this book. Uh, but it comes down to where basically they find out where the bad witches are at. And to find out, he had a run-in with the bad witches during World War II. And so did the other witches. Right. So that was the bad blood. So when they find out where these witches are at, his friend witches, for a better word, 
around the building they're staying in kind of make this swarm to protect, to stop all the sound, the noise, when Leaf and him go in to try to kill the demons and the witches. And they'll, anybody tries to escape, they'll take care of them then. So basically, Leaf and them go in and basically take care of business. They, yeah, they uh, clean house. <laughs> they clean house. Well, uh, at the end, Atticus needs help from one of the witches, comes up and helps them at the end because Leaf gets burned, you know, bad, and he jumps yeah. down on the ground, and they find him like three, four blocks away, um, just burnt crisp. And But since he's a vampire, he's really not dead. He just needs time to heal and blood. So... They get him, they bring him back. Uh, one of the uh, werewolves is a doctor. He says, oh, I can get some blood from the blood bank and he'll be fine and everything. So it takes care of that. And it kind of ends like, okay, now we can start healing this land out there. And I need to uh, get the apple and start setting stuff up because Leaf is going to start setting stuff up to get some other quote, quote, gods on their side to help kill Thor. So that's kind of how it ends. Um, it, you can read this book on its own, but I really would read book first one first because yeah, yeah. you get to learn a lot more about the uh, elementals and everything that they deal with through here. But it does clean the book up. There's no cliffhanger, really. You just know, hey, another story's coming, but there's really no cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you definitely see a book three uh, for sure at the end of the second book. Yeah, you could tell he wrote the first three before they were published because book one, two, and three were all published on the same day. Oh, okay, okay, that's cool. So I got a feeling he wrote three, then he got a publisher. Um, the, his publisher is Delray Books 2011. So the first three were published in 2011, okay. Delray Books. So I got a feeling he wrote one and add two, like, and then the third one, he got a bite, like, okay, let's go forward with this. Nice, yeah, that that's really cool. Yeah, the uh, the, the third book is when they, they battle Thor and he steals the app and all that, right? Yep, that's called yeah. Hammered. Yeah, yeah, that that's a that's a great book. Yep, the first three of the H's. It's it's uh, hounded, hexed, and hammered. Nice. So that's basically it. Uh, good book. I really enjoy these books. Uh, Saturday night, me and Joni went went to bed about ten o'clock, and I got my Bluetooth headset on and hit play, and I listened to the last two hours of this book because I just enjoyed it so much. So if you're really looking for a good series, get these books. Uh, really great. Kevin Hearn's a great storyteller. He he. There's a lot of drama. Um, this book, it's not just a, just a fantasy. I would say it's more of a mythology slash urban fantasy type book. And on top of that, I also like... Um... Lou Daniels, he's the guy who reads the books. I love his, you know, his voice for Atticus and his voice for Oberon is awesome. <laughs> so the the uh, the audio in the books too really suck you into like Lou da Luke Luke Daniels, not Lou Dan Luke Daniels is a a really great reader for this this particular book at least. Yes, yes, he's an Irish wolfhound, and uh, a couple characters just in case. Uh, Milena Soloski is the leader of the Sisters of the Three Auroras. She's like yeah. a quote-unquote good witch. Um, Lakasha, she's the Indian witch that was inside of... Granuel. Granuel for a while. Um, Hal Hawk, uh, he is Addis's daytime lawyer, and Leaf is the nighttime lawyer because he's a vampire also, and Hal's daytime lawyer is also a werewolf. Uh, one character you do see is the widow Mac McDonough, 
Oh, yeah. Um, she uh, lives down the street, and a friend of hers, uh, an old Irish lady, pretty funny. Uh, and you also meet, uh, they're called, and you find this later on in a series down the, and you, so it's a good setup for them. They're called the Hammer of Gods. Uh, oh, Rab- yeah. Rabbi Yosef. Uh, basically, they go out and they kill all stuff that aren't human. They don't right. care. Good, bad, they don't care. They, uh, but they don't have anything against uh, Atticus because they're saying, well, you're believing in a God yourself, just Druid. So, yeah. But, so they have nothing against him, but they kill everybody else. And you also really, for the first time, meet Coyote, the Native American trickster. Oh, yeah. He's, uh, he's the, something else. Yeah, at the beginning of the book, he kind of tricks him into killing the demon, uh, at one of the demons that escaped from the end of the last book that's killing the kids at a school. And that he also is owed for something at the end of that too. <laughs> yeah. So, yep. What? No, that's another book. That's the next one. That's not this one. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But that's coming up. Yep. 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 Definitely. So that is hexed. Uh, good book. Uh, if you haven't read them, go grab them. Uh, if you like audio books, uh, I can. I think this book is enhanced with how good the audio is and how he does. Yeah, yeah. I, I really think this would be a better audio book than a book. Yeah, no, like I said, the, the reader, I think his name's Luke Daniels. He does a great job. The audio quality is great. Like I said, he does this voice with Oberon, and it's, it's hilarious what he does. So it's, you know, not only is the story good, but the audio quality is great. The reader's great. You know, the voices he does are great. So it just enhances it, you know, that much more. Exactly. So, cool. Any last thing before we cut off here? Uh, no, go to podnuts.com slash Amazon. There you go. I do want to thank everybody for listening to this podcast, taking time out of your busy schedule, downloading it, listening to it. We do appreciate it. Go next time when we talk uh, book two of the Dresden Files, which is the whole series is awesome. So if you want to do that one, if, remember, if you want to join us or if you want corrections, concerns, or anything like that, just email Tracy at podnuts.com. If you want to join us in a book, you want to give us a book idea. And if you want to give us a book idea and join us, just let me know. So again, thank you for everybody. Everybody have a good day. Good week. See ya.